Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of a Junior VC Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Mazin, and I'm joined by Shreyans, and we're here to talk about this week's piece, Is Lending a Feature or Finance's Biggest Money Spinner? So Shreyans, let, let's, can, you, can you tell us three things that you learned while writing this piece? I mean, uh, when you look at the piece and you go in depth, you'll probably realize that uh, uh, quite a lot has been written uh, since the time you know, um, uh, you know uh, credit evolved in India, right? Uh, back in the day, when you look at it, uh, much of uh, modern credit was actually very unorganized, um, right. built by certain individuals, pawnbrokers who actually built on the credit. But those three main things that we have, you know, over a period of time that we've evolved and and come to an to to, to a place where we are today. That is that uh, one we do realize that credit, you know, when you when you look at it and and the and, and the fintech models that have built have actually replicated quite a lot of of the past, right? Uh, when you look at uh, collateralized based lending, when you look at uh, you know the the point of of, of sale based lending, or when you look at invoice uh, discounting, a lot of these models were in different but raw forms in the past. Right, uh, in offline form, you mean like exactly. Right? A lot of it was in the offline form, where a lot of these, you know, kind of uh, old, you know, kind of pawn brokers or age old businesses uh, used to lend out a lot to their community or used to lend out a lot to, to people, but just by looking at their cash flow transactions, right? This is relationship based. You know, this guy, you know what he's doing, so like, exactly. Yeah. Right, uh, so a lot of the models that actually existed. Uh, uh, you know, uh, were replicated in a newer form. Uh, but obviously, few things had evolved uh, with with the fact that uh, the rate at which the loan could be facilitated, uh, the the ability to to uh, underwrite uh, individual or businesses at a rapid scale, uh, the, the possibility of of you know uh, acquiring a lot more customers uh, to increase the volumes, and uh, obviously you know the ability to collect in various forms have kind of tremendously kind of you know in, you know improved over the over the last you know kind of few decades that we see so technology right. has not really created new models but allowed a lot of existing models to be operated at huge scale exactly right like what what technology in general has done is that uh, it has revolved uh, uh, you know, kind of the old models and 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 reincarnated in a new form. Right, much of what we see in general, you'd probably realize that it has already been done before, but needs to be done in a better way or a more optimized way to ensure that it reaches the masses. Right, uh, nothing is is newly invented, but it's only you know kind of rediscovered in a better form so that it it reaches the masses. So that is it is one for sure that you probably not realized while writing this. Uh, the second, obviously, that we've realized is that uh, in the whole credit story of, of India is still at a very nascent stage, right? Uh, when you realize credit in India, uh, uh, you know, few numbers when you are, are staggering, right? Uh, the fact that, you know, in, in 2017, um, majority of Indians, right, only 12% actually could get credit in a very formal way and was served credit, right? Which means that even in 2017, until you know uh, the launch of UPI or or until the you know kind of geo took off, we were still living 
in a lot of informal loan credit base right even till date in india informal credit is about 500 billion dollar business uh, annually and that is to say that obviously you know kind of startups are in, are, are are there you know different kinds of startups direct credit startups or the core technology startups that enable credit are enabling and giving out credit to the consumers at a very rapid pace right uh, which is why today probably 22% uh, you know are are, are served but still we have a long way to go a long way to go even now it's just 22% so yes 78% of the entire population does not have access to credit either yeah. does not have access to credit or is 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 heavily underserved right. or is new to credit right which means that the op- they have they have just taken credit probably once max right once or twice um, and they they are not you know kind of constant users of formal credit per se which suggests that we have a very very long way to go in giving out credit to the masses right uh, and 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 that is a function of of even how our country kind of propagates in in that right the more and no, 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 also digitizing some of these offline modules right and kind of making them uh, making the informal credit that you're talking about formal so there's there's two things happening right for sure. people credit for the first time plus bringing people from these offline credit systems into the modern modern financial systems which is 100% i think what uh, you know uh, a lot of and a lot of credit needs to be given to the startups that are actually not in the credit business itself right uh for something like this to happen like say when 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 flip cards or or you know kind of uh, the olas get into the business um you know or or just raw form of say something like an off business which is which started off as completely different and then you know kind of start giving out credit uh needs to be given credit right the ones who are not in the business of credit are enabling credit in a very formal way because at at some point of time there is this intangible collateralization that is being taking place there right meaning only if you know uh because you are using my services now you are bound to me and you can't take a credit and you have to repay it back come what may right so a lot of these you know these informal credits and uh, that were there and and a lot of banks and financial institutions that were unwilling to give out loans uh, so easily to them are actually get, coming into this picture because of these these not so credit kind of companies that you know kind of started yeah, off yeah. right the companies that are now enabling access to credit exactly right so embedded finance is, is, is probably just taking off uh, and you talk you know we could probably see a lot more uh, of of uh, you know kind of uh, finance attached uh, to almost any industry and you could probably enable it at scale as long as you have a decent distribution at it right yeah no makes sense so indian indian the indian credit story is still in its nascency for sure and there's a lot happening so an exciting space and and what uh, was the third uh, learning that you took away from the, the third learning is that what we have got at stake while credit have been you know kind of given out to the masses uh, 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 you know in in very informal stage what has been done in a formal stage has been regulated really well, right uh, we've been fortunate enough by you know with rbi inter, you know kind of intervening whenever possible required that uh, it keeps its own checks and balances there was this very interesting uh, time uh, you know in 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 india where uh, through digital means a lot of 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 chinese kind of apps or or you know kind of you know so called the pseudo apps had erupted were giving uh credit to first timers quite easily within a matter of few seconds right uh which 
obviously you know kind of you know unknowingly a lot of uh, uh, you know permissions on the digital device were given out by the consumers quite seem quite directly right mm-hmm. when uh, when obviously this took off and and you know, uh, you know delinquencies and defaults had started coming out we realized that uh, it was actually hurting our nation's own interest uh, which i you know i found i i, I feel very few uh governing bodies at at world stage do it at such you know kind of depths uh to yeah. ensure that the users are rights are protected at 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 scale right so rbi had intervened quite and 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 you know overnight had changed a lot of policies for for this not just that even even in in recent times when uh you know when when buy now pay later apps grew at about 600% year on year uh, a ridiculous number which meant that you know uh anything that grows really fast sometimes is not just that good right you probably realize that there's something or the other that is happening on the back end of it uh, that is propagating this growth rate at this right. rapid scale uh, so intervening now and then and putting checks and balances uh, at 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 you know at every level for fintechs and for financial and digital companies uh, always ensures that uh, we are not over leveraging but we are growing in the right path of spirit you know and, and regulators actually have a very difficult job here right i mean on, on the one hand by putting in more regulation you make innovation harder but sure. at the same time you have to protect consumers and and rbi i totally agree has done one of the best jobs of, of any regulatory body in the world it's, it's it's been amazing to see and it's a big part of the story and and plays into the future and so we would like to wrap this up by asking you what does the future hold you know this this indian credit story is in its in its nascency but a lot's happening and and a lot of good things are in place so so where where do we go from here i mean there are a few things you know like we have seen with uh, you know upi uh, doing it for the uh, current and savings account um, you know that has propagated rather the deb- and and the debit account that has propagated this crazy growth and obviously when you think of it uh, you know the npci in general probably is pro- you know one of the best fintech companies in the world in general right when you think of it what they have done with debit transactions i i feel very few uh, uh, you know kind of even private companies with all the uh, authority that they have can do that quite seamlessly right uh, the future of course lies with uh, you know um, while fintech companies are of of course you know kind of doing their best in whatever aspects they they can future of a nation obviously lies with the governing bodies it it starts off with the governments with the uh, organizations that you know independent organizations that form uh, with likes of say npci um, you know and and new which is neu uh, 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 or nue rather sorry uh, to understand that these are the ones that would probably uh, push boundaries for the other fintech firms to evolve right uh, even with the likes of say account aggregator and 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 okay you probably realize that uh, uh, now you know we could probably easily seamlessly share data between uh, you know financial information users and financial information providers uh, with just a click of a button uh, with the users consent right uh, in that aspect yes. it, 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 it's it's essentially infrastructure that that fintech companies can build on top of that the government's created and and owns and it, it creates an in- incredible platform they can't aggregate Uh, coming soon, and I, I think a lot of layers that can be built on top of it, uh, which is 
hundred percent. What started off, you know, in 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 twenty seventeen as just a, as a normal project or so, it took a long way coming because a lot of financial institutions had to agree that they would participate in some in some form or the other and provide the use provide the data of the users, right? Like say, but there are hundred and ten crore bank accounts in India, right? Now, if I want to know the transactions of these bank accounts, the only possible way to get the get get a look into the transactions is is by sharing, right? By from each one of them right it cannot be uh you know uh, a set bank has set number of bank accounts and they can only look at those particular users a user can have bank accounts spread across different banks right so at the end of the day if i need the data of how users are performing participating and you know uh, how they are behaving in their credit aspect of it is very important to to make it a level playing field for almost all the uh, players who are lending in in that game so i feel that is very important and i think you know much of india's future lies there followed by obviously uh, you know the uh, oken uh, which again you know kind of gives the whole uh, uh, lender borrower in a level playing field with whatever uh, uh, interest capacities that a borrower wants to kind of you know take it for one of the key problems in india was that informal loans were given out at ridiculously high interest rate and a lot of consumers had choked themselves while these these uh, you know issuers used to ridiculously charge 40% plus plus uh, starting off with pawn brokers making it a level playing field for the consumers obviously consumers and the businesses makes it a lot more seamless for them to you know kind of take loans at mclr plus you know whatever 5 6% per se so that i think is 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 going to be revolutionary right yeah no it it certainly sounds like we're on the cusp of a revolution and, and we've seen it play out and and still a long way to go thanks so much shreyans for walking us through through this week's piece and thank you everyone for tuning in we'll see you again next week